I come to you this morning, I just want to share uh, a little bit of history with you. There is uh, a book out there, but before I tell you the title of the book, I'd like to share one of the stories out of it. And a woman by the name of Elizabeth Elliot wrote it, and you probably have heard of her. Her husband's name was Jim Elliot. She went to Ecuador and lived there um, with some of the Indians that uh, were from that area and she did mission work she sat down with this one Indian and uh, she was inquiring by tape of an incident that had happened on uh, in 1956 I believe that's right it was in the 50s so 1956 and the Indian was telling her this long drawn-out story and it was about the events that led to her husband's death. And this Indian who was in this thatch roof house with her, with her child, doing this interview, was one of the men who had speared down her husband in Ecuador. And, there, you know, there was no protection between this woman and this man. And he was telling them that these giants, in essence, because, you know, they were head and shoulders taller than these Indians, uh, they thought that they were cannibals and that they were going to eat their children, all these scary stories. And these men who had went over there on, on what they believed was the direct influence of the Holy Spirit went over there and were killed. And Elizabeth Elliot, the husband of Jim Elliot, one of the men who were killed by these Indians, said, if I had believed that God would protect my husband and that no harm would have come to him and through what the psalms say i'll just go ahead and read this psalms because it's kind of her alma mater uh psalms 92 and we'll start in verse 1 it says it is a good thing to give thanks unto the lord and to sing praises unto thy name O most high to show forth thy loving kindness and thy faithfulness every night upon an instrument of ten strings and upon the psaltery, upon the harp and upon the solemn sound. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in, thy works of, in the works of thy hands. O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. A brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this, when the wicked spring as the grass and when all the workers of iniquity do flourish it is that they shall be destroyed forever but thou Lord art most high forevermore for lo thine enemies O Lord for lo thine enemies shall perish all the workers of iniquity shall be scattered <clears throat> well just to keep from having to read all that uh, the whole thing, you, you get the point. Uh, I will triumph. She said, if, if you read through the Psalms, you would think that being in the Lord's will, you're, you know, immortal, that you couldn't be destroyed here on this planet. And she said that if I truly believed that, um, I would have to be put in a straitjacket in a padded room because of what happened to my husband, because it would be so contrary to what, it seems that scriptures are trying to tell us. <clears throat> um, excuse me. 
let me find this real quick. Okay. But anyway, she said it would be so contrary to what, you know, the scriptures tell us. And I, I don't think that any of your husbands or significant others or children have been speared down. But I know that bad things happen to us, right? We're not invincible. I've got a roadmap of scars all over my body to prove it. I'm 30 years old. I don't feel like I did when I'm 20 or when I, when I was 20. Uh, and I know it just gets older from there, hopefully, Lord willing. Another thing that she said was, have you ever, she, she was given a, a speech. She said, have you ever prayed not expecting God to answer that prayer? And she called, you know, she called probably 100% of the people in that building out because she said, if you've ever prayed the Lord's Prayer, thy will be done. She said, you have prayed a prayer at some point in time, not expecting God to answer it. Because, folks, sometimes God's will to be done is not what we want. And it's certainly not the answer that we thought we would get. Um. I shared this with Kyle, and I feel like, I feel like it, it's a little comical and it's a little sad, but thank God for where I stand today. Uh, when my grandfather was sick and he was, he was on his deathbed, a man came up to me and he said, hey, I'll make sure to put you, and I wasn't a believer at this time. He said, hey, I'll make sure to put him on the prayer list at our church and we'll pray for him. Well, he texted me the, that next Sunday morning. He said, hey, we all got together. And we prayed this morning, I just wanted to let you know. And, you know, we prayed for comfort for you guys and that God's will would be done. Well, Monday, he passed away. And my grandmother started going downhill. And he came up to me and he said, hey, man, I just wanted to let you know I heard about your grandmother and we're going to put her on your prayer list. Or on our prayer list, I said, hey, dude, don't. Because the last time you prayed for somebody in my family, they died. So don't do it. Right? But, but that should give you the idea that it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It's bad sometimes, like real bad. And it's hard sometimes, like real hard. We have to get to the point to where we can look at those situations in our life and we can truly say, Father, your will be done. And grant me the understanding. And if not the understanding, then the grace and the, the passion to see your will be done on earth because regardless of how you look at it, this man and, and these other four were speared down, were in essence gunned down, doing what the Father had drawn them to do. And later on, Elizabeth Elliot, you go find this book, later on Elizabeth Elliot wrote that between America and getting to Ecuador, if the ship had gone down in the middle of the ocean and all he could do was swim, she said he would have swam all the way to Ecuador and nothing could have changed it. Nobody could have stopped it because it was God's providence that brought him to Ecuador. She said if someone would have held a gun to his head and pulled the trigger, it wouldn't have gone off or God would have protected him a different way and brought him all the way to that point to where out of this man's life, who was following the direct will of the Father, brought him all the way to the point that would bring God the most glory. And you might not like that, 
but would bring God the most glory out of this man's life. And truly, he did what he promised in the Psalms. Because how more protected can we be than in the actual physical presence of God? The title of the book is Under the Shadow of the Most High. In stark contrast to what most people would think about this. Like, come on, man, your husband got killed while he was trying to do the work of the Lord. And it says that in Psalms 91, just one chapter back, it says that, you know, thousands of your enemies would fall at your side and before you and you would be untouched. Pestilence and famine wouldn't touch you and that the fiery darts would not kill you and your husband was very apparently killed by darts. (laughs) But she titled this book, Under the Shadow of the Most High. Man, that is exciting because even though we walk in the understanding that we are to some degree under the shadow of the Most High, until we take our final breath, we will not understand what that means until we are standing in the shadow of the Most High. Because they could kill his mortal body, but him, who God resurrected him inside to be, after salvation, who you are, truly, at your core, you're a mortal person. That is who your enemies cannot touch. That is the person that will be standing when the earth turns to dust and the stars go out and the sun ceases to give its light. In Psalms chapter 91, she said, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under his shadow, or shall abide under the shadow of the, of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, no matter what may come. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Interestingly enough, uh, Jim Elliott and these other missionaries prayed before they went to Ecuador. Lord, you are our shield. You are our protector. And God brought them right to himself. Like, like almost instantly after that happened, all these events lead up to this, and they're killed. And folks, Christ was standing to receive them into glory. It doesn't get much better than that. And, and like I said, I know it gets rough. God never said it would be easy. You say, well, I do all these things for God. Why does it get any better? It can't get any better. If it were to be any better right now for me, with with anything that's going on in my life, I couldn't stand it. I'd probably just explode because truly I am blessed beyond all measure. All this stuff doesn't matter. These pews will turn to dust one day. We get this pushback right here and we have a bigger room in here for us all to worship. All this will be gone one day. All the wealth that I could gain in this world, all be gone. My beautiful children, the pride and joys of my life, the apples of my eye, all dust one day, all done. And hopefully and prayerfully, God will call them unto himself and draw them in. But that's for him and them. But all this will be gone, and the sorrows of this world will seem like nothing. 
compared to standing before him in eternity. Let's pray. Brother Israel, would you?